Hi and welcome back to the Lift 3 podcast. I hope you found the last episode interesting and I hope you're going to stick around because we've got a lot of things planned for you um, that we think is going to bring a lot of value. Today we're going to meet one of our coaches, we're going to meet Jesse and I really hope that you enjoy it, get to hear a bit about his philosophy on training, on strength training, why he does what he does and yeah, I hope you get some value out of it. Let's jump in. Hey, Jesse, welcoming you onto the podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on board. Wonderful. Wonderful to have you here. Um, First question we had for you was how long have you been into strength training? All right. Into strength training. So we're coming up on be six years since I set foot in a gym this August. Um, Originally, not so much for the purpose of strength training. I was obsessed at that stage with um, bodybuilding and aesthetics and all of that kind of thing. Um, got into that from being, uh, well, quite the skinny fat kid going through high school. It was, um, it was the same height I am now, which is six foot two or 189 centimeters and about 30 kilos lighter than I am now as well. So, um, yeah, not much of me. I uh, wanted to get into the gym to, build a bit of a body it was kind of after um yeah after high school and after losing i'm getting a little bit personal straight off the bat here but after losing my grandfather um that kind of was a real big turning point and got me into health as a start um yeah it was time to i guess quote unquote be the man in the family um and yeah, so that led me into the gym. I had no idea what I was doing at the time. Obviously, no one does when they first set foot in the gym. Um, lots of bench press, lots of bicep curls. And I kind of thank my lucky stars I did do myself a major injury early on and all of that. And um, yeah, I saw a coach for a little bit while I was getting started. And yeah, that's kind of where it all took off from. Yeah, right. Nice. So, now I already know the answer to the question, but tell us a bit about your education. Are you just a bog standard set three, four kind of trainer, or you you done a little bit more than that? Yeah, just a little bit more. Um, (laughs) I was right about at that same time. Um, I guess you could say my personality is somewhat obsessive. When I get something I'm interested in, I really want to go uh, the whole way with it and find out as much as I can. And at the time I did start getting into training, I was at the time was studying a bachelor in mechanical engineering. Um, I always thought that was the way I was going to go. I was pretty good at my maths and science through school and whatever else. And yeah, I got stuck into that, but found myself uh, studying a lot more about the human body more so than um, making things work. So I looked at what my options were at that stage and stumbled across a bachelor in exercise and sports science. Um, Applied for that. I was lucky enough to get early entry. Got a confirmation email at about 12 o'clock one night. I was on campus on an electrical engineering assignment and, yeah, packed up my stuff and went home. So (laughs) that's been the journey (laughs) since. So, yeah, finished that up at the end of 2017. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, it hasn't stopped there 
following on from that, I've done um, Australian strength coach Sebastian Orb has been a huge influence of mine. I've done his courses, uh, level one strength and conditioning so far, looking towards level two and yeah, a few other bits and pieces in and around the place. It's trying to further my knowledge on, um, yeah, the human body, how science applies to it and more so recently how mindset and everything outside of the gym can make a huge, huge impact on people's results. Uh, and why, why is that all so important for you? Um, yeah, like I said before, I'm, I'm a sucker for education. I want to know as much as I can. But practically getting into the field, I was finding there's a lot of people out there that I couldn't necessarily help with the knowledge that I had off the bat. Oh, excuse me. Um, a lot of people tend to come to trainers after they've tried it themselves and have found out it's not gone well. And that's ended up in an injury or uh, rebounding or whatever the case might be. And I didn't know how to help these people. So I wanted to know. And yeah, I've developed a bit of a passion for the strength, like strength sports and strength training in general. Uh, once I kind of got sick of bodybuilding, I guess, um, I really liked the objective measure of, say, powerlifting, where you know what the weight is on that bar and you know on a good day if you can lift it or not. Because the goalpost is always changing when you're chasing like a, a physique goal. And, yeah, for me, um, I could stay focused on that long term started training heavy and then wanted to keep going with that. So I wanted to know as much for my own training and my own progression and then how I can help you know, the greater population with that as well. Cool. Cool. And what is kind of the, I guess, the upcoming end goal? It's always changing, but um, <laughs> what are you wanting to achieve? Look. Over the next couple at least. So within the next what? What are you hoping to achieve over the next couple of years? Okay, the next couple of years. Um, all right, let's work our way backwards. Big picture, I want to leave the industry in a better place than where I found it. And awesome. the way I want to do that is through education. Um, ultimately, for myself, I want to know as much as I can. I want to share this knowledge with many people that will listen, essentially. Um at the moment, yeah, working with clients face-to-face is always going to be where it's at, which is a bit of a struggle at the moment with everything going on. But, um, yeah, ultimately I always want to be training people in the gym, but I want to be able to um, extend my reach as far as I can as well. And I believe for the way for me to do that is to move into more of an education role, uh, more of a mentorship-type role where I can help other coaches be the best that they can be as well. And, yeah, kind of spread my influence in that way. Nice. Um, following on from that, you said you want to, you know, leave the fitness industry better. Yep. What's something – all right, let's, let's be positive and negative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's something you like and what's something you dislike about the fitness industry? All right. Um the same thing essentially and that's the barrier of entry so yeah i like that if someone is passionate about it they can get into it and pursue a career that they love 
at the same time, I don't like that it's so easy to get into and people can just stay at that level and um, play with people's health and well-being, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you've got the right word there, play. Yeah. It, it's something that I think we we've seen in the industry and it's it's very much what lift three isn't about isn't about just messing around and playing with people's lives for financial gain um and i think that's partly one of the reasons that we we wanted to bring you into the lift three family was was that attitude as well um what's what what kind of people is it is there a specific type of person that you you prefer working with? Is there an ideal client? Um, what kind of people who might be listening um, that you, that you want to work with? What does that look like? What do you want to help them achieve? Um, this is your opportunity, essentially, for, for the sales pitch. Yeah. What have you got? <laughs> yeah, ultimately, I'll I slot in right between pain and performance. Um, my specialty is kind of uh, towards the tail end of rehab and getting people um, not necessarily just pain-free but moving better and performing better than they ever have before. Um, the issue with rehab is that, well, by definition, if you're rehabilitated, you're back to your pre-injury state. The thing is at that pre-injury state, that person was still susceptible to, to an injury. Ultimately, what I want to do is then, yeah, bulletproof our training. So we're reducing the amount of injuries, the amount um, that people do need to do rehab in the first place. Awesome. So is it so it's general population, anybody who's coming back from injury that you'd like to work with or anyone more interested in strength sports or? Uh, yeah, well, essentially I'm, happy to work with anyone. I've worked with a huge variety of people from um, teenage national representative downhill mountain bike riders through to, um, you know, your typical grandma with two fake hips. And I've helped everyone in between be able to move a little bit better. But um, ultimately the people that come to me have to have that, um, I'd call it an athlete archetype at least, doesn't necessarily mean they have to be a competitive athlete, but they have to have that mindset that they're coming into train to better themselves and dedicated to the cause. Um, so the, it's something that I've been playing with in my own thought process recently, and I think it very much fits in what we all do at Lift3, but would you say intent and purpose would be the mindset you're looking for? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if that isn't quite there for that person, that's something I can help you out with as well. And, and I think that's something that I keep seeing the more that me, Carly, Brad, Jesse, we all talk, um, is it's we're very much focused on intent and purpose. So there's got to be an intent to everything we do and long-term purpose. And it's something that I see very much lacking in the fitness industry as a whole. Um, but let's not go into a rant right now. We'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, just to cap that let's, off, let's, let's... Um, tiny, <laughs> tiny rant. It's not so much just the what, but it's having the why behind it as well. And that applies to 
not only training principles, but um, mm. everything we do, essentially. Yeah. All right. I've that was got... the smallest rant ever. Well oh, done. Yeah, I bit my tongue a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud got... of you, Jesse. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got, I've got two, two questions to finish yep. up. Question one. So why lift three? Out of all the gyms in the world, in Australia, on the coast, Newcastle, Sydney. There's a lot of gyms. There's a lot of gyms. Yeah. Why, why do you choose to make lift three your home? All right. So the first thing, first impression I saw of lift three was those big three words on our shirts and on the door. Educate comes. Um, that speaks volumes to me. I've talked about education already. Um, support and outcomes. Naturally, I do this because I want to get good outcomes for people. I want to get good outcomes for myself as far as training goes as well. And that level of support there. Um, we'll save it for another rant on the difference between coaches and PTs, but uh, support right there is a big one. Um, it's easy to get really good results in the gym with not a whole lot of time, let's say three hours in a week leaves a lot of other hours in the week to be doing the right thing to help that come to place together. Um, sorry, help that come together as well. And without that level of support, then things don't eventuate the way they should. I know um, not only I'm going to be supported in, you know, getting the outcomes I want to get and pushing my education further, but I'm going to be in an environment that allows me to share that as well. Cool. Nice. Well, that was nice blowing smoke. Appreciate that one. <laughs> yeah, well, you left me open for it. Yeah. It was, it was kind of intended. You asked the question, baby. <laughs> um, okay, la- last question. So we're in the middle of the coronavirus. We're all sitting on our asses at home. What's something that you'd like to see change through this time? It might be a personal thing. It might be a something you see in the clients might be something is in the industry or, or the country as a whole what's something like that you'd like to see us all come out or come out of the other side of this crisis um change for the better yeah well i'd like to see more of a focus on health um and why staying healthy is so important um yeah that's a difficult one I like seeing how eager everyone is to get back in the gym. I do hope everyone's true to their word and they are going to be, you know, busting to get in the doors when they do open up again. But, um, yeah, ultimately, if people can have a better respect for their own health and the health of everybody else around them as well, um, whether that's physically or mental, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, um, yeah, a bigger focus on health is definitely necessary moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a good one. It's um, it, it's. I'm not going to go into it, but one of the interesting things for me is we've we've had an interesting period for the last few years of a lot of not controversial, but a lot of movements that again are against the science probably be a good way of saying it so different things um like health at any size some of those kind of yep. ones and one thing I, I, is that the 
the health advice that's been coming out and it's been quite direct health advice is back to the original science. If you are, if you have respiratory issues, um, autoimmune issues, you're obese, all these kind of um, diabetic. diabetic, all these kind of areas, you are at high risk of an infectious pandemic. It, it's not discriminating. It, it doesn't care. Yeah. And that's, that's been kind of what, what up for me, I'd like to see us come out the other side with a much, I'd like to see a much cleaner focus on the, on the science. I think there's some things in the fitness industry I'd like to change, but I'm going to save that for another one. Um, <laughs> You're opening a whole wormhole here. <laughs> we're, we're 15, 15 odd minutes here. And I, I don't want to spend the next three hours ranting. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to, it's an in, it's a time that we're all going to, everyone's going to remember the coronavirus. Everyone's going to remember this time that we had to sit, sit inside with our families and and decide what is the difference and the impact we want to leave on the world. Because you're sitting here and all the stuff that mattered to you beforehand is gone. Now it's it's your friends, it's your family, it's your health. It's the fundamental base of the pyramid of needs. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it'll be an interesting time. Look, yeah, we're just coming out of it with people wanting to move. The people that have been just sitting on the couch um, prior to the virus see a need to move now that they're stuck inside, not allowed to move. I hope for those people it stokes a fire. And then when they do decide to move, they move in an appropriate, safe way as well, instead of just for the calorie dump. One thing I am impressed with at the moment is yeah, the current push to exercise and how exercise is, you know, a reasonable excuse to leave the house um, along with, you know, getting food and yeah. like. Yeah, it's essential. Like they've made it a possibility, they're saying. And I think as well just for the mental health aspect. Oh, absolutely. For people to look after their mental health and that's another thing that the government are wanting to look into for people to make sure that people are being supported with their mental health through this. So I think it's another positive that could come out of this is the, the people recognising the link between physical activity and, and, and mental health. Yeah, absolutely. But there is positives. There's silver linings. Just got to find them. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Jesse, have you got any uh, closing Words of wisdom. Remarks, words of wisdom, oh. quotes. I don't know. Words of wisdom have got a few and far between at this end. But um, Wash your hands. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking there's a lot of stuff that I probably should have talked about today and I didn't, but there's going to be plenty of opportunity to do that moving forward. So stay tuned. For sure. That's exactly what this is for. So Woo-hoo. look, thank you for, for the time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back very soon and we'll be introducing brad um who is our the fourth musketeer um and then we'll be able to start launching into some subjects that we want to talk about some areas we want to go into um we're not going to sugarcoat much and we've also got a few guests that we want to start getting on as well so we're hoping that this is going to turn into a regular thing and that you'll all get some value out of it.
thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, buddy.